When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Save big on your Memorial Day barbecue, all in the Kroger app. Get three-pound rolls of juicy 80% lean ground beef for $3.49 a pound with a digital coupon. Then get select varieties of flavorful Powerade, Body Armor Super Drink, or Arizona Tea for 77 cents each, all with your card. Shop these deals at your local Kroger today. Or tap the screen now to download the Kroger app to save big today. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Prices and product availability subject to change. Restrictions apply. See site for details. G'day guys, welcome back to the Pelican Scoop, a hoop-ball.com presentation. I am your host, as always, Lyle Swithenbank, at Lyle Swithenbank on Twitter. Uh, and you can follow me if you'd like to, uh, L-Y-L-E-S-W-I-T-H-E-N-B-A-N-K is in bank. And at Pels is the show on Twitter, so go and give that a follow as well, it'd be fantastic. Um... Just how it sounds, I suppose. H-O-O-P-B-A-L-L-P-E-L-S. That'd be fantastic. Love if you'd go and give us a bit of support and a bit of love on there. And uh, make sure you tweet us out. And if you've got um, anything to contribute, well, go and do it. Because you get mentioned on here, I'll um, I'll have a chat about whatever whatever carry-on we, uh, we get on there. And, um, you know, I love it. I love interacting with people. So make sure we go and do that if you feel so inclined. And while I've got you, if you don't mind going on to your... I suppose, podcast app, whether that be iTunes or Spotify or whatever one you listen to, and go and drop a review and a, and a rating for us. It's always fantastic, and um, yeah, we love the support, particularly if it's positive. If it's not, we'll keep your opinions to yourself. No one likes a gossip. Now, that's enough of my carry-on. What are we going to talk about today? You haven't heard from me for a couple of days. I did promise a podcast after the uh, the first Portland game. That didn't happen, uh, neither the second, so now... um. Before they play again, we're uh, we're going to unpack our little uh, taunt, I suppose, uh, to um, a little, well, I suppose, a little jaunt down to um, to Portland, Oregon. Um, we rolled in there, played a couple of games, unsuccessful in both. Spoiler alert: if you haven't watched the games, well, don't listen to this one. Um, we headed up to Portland after a couple of good wins. You know, we were carrying on. I think the last podcast started with. Is the Pelicans the greatest team of all time? The answer of that is no. Um, as we found out on Tuesday night, uh, we head up there to Portland after a few good wins, uh, after beating the Clippers, undoing them thoroughly. Um, and we ran into Damian Lillard, who gave us a real welcome by dropping 50 points on the night. Um, he was fantastic. The Pelicans in this one, you know, it's not all doom and gloom because the game, I thought Pelicans were going to absolutely belt them. And they started so well, um, went into the half just absolutely laughing. And unfortunately, the, the Portland Trailblazers just held uh, hung around, I guess. So in the first half, we go the, the quarter by quarter to give you a bit of an idea as what happened. Um, 
We started out 34 to 28, so good, fast start. You know, they're just hanging around. Lillard was solid. Um, quarter two, 30 to 22, and we started to build quite a good lead. Come into the half, and, you know, the third quarter, we were good. We, we held on 31 to 32 in their favor, clawed it back a little bit. And the last quarter, which doesn't really do it justice, I mean, it was 29 to 43 in favor of Portland, but with six minutes, um, I think it was five minutes and 55 seconds left, uh, we were up by 17. And our team decided that they were ready to go to bed. And um, Portland dragged back um, the victory, a one-point victory, 125 to 124, while being 17 points down with five minutes to go in a game. Um, heartbreaking, to say the least. It looked like a... Th- Thorough win, a thorough victory by our team. It was almost time to go and get the young guys in for a run around. And uh, Damian Lillard said, no, I'm not actually keen on that. I want to win this one. And he dragged his ragtag bunch of carry-ons all the way to the uh, to the promised land and had a had a big win. Um, it was CJ McCollum's return after a foot injury. So he came back and joined the party. He started very hot on the night in the beginning. Um, didn't seem to have too many minute restrictions. Um and listening to a few of the Blazers uh, commentators about that uh, in different podcasts and the like, they were saying that he basically, he wouldn't come back if he wasn't 100% right and on no minutes restriction. So he came in, played quite well, and really we just couldn't match him. Lillard, yeah, like I said, had 50 points. I think a 20-point last quarter, which really dragged it back. He's averaging 30 on the season. Uh, They shot 31 of 31 from the free throw line, including Lillard's 18 of 18. Uh, Make of that what you will. We shot 16 of 20, left a few on the board. I suppose we're going to jump all the way to the, the final, I suppose, couple of minutes. There's about two minutes to go. We're down by uh, three. Brandon Ingram gets the foul. Goes to the line, couple of free throws. Misses them both. Hit one, you ice the game. they got no chance. Um, we follow that up by getting a good stop. Oh, no, it was back to one. Sorry, pardon me. Back to one, they score. And then we get down the other end, and we sit there, and Nikhil leads out, and he'd had a great game. Um, and we throw the ball to him, and it bounces off his chest and goes out of bounds. Okay, so there's, what? I think this was like four seconds left or something. Like, we just... There was there was nothing in it. Nothing in it at all. And um, bounces off him. They get the ball. And... You know where they're going. They're going to Damian Lillard. Bledsoe is on him. And Lillard goes and gets uh, three free throws. We foul, uh, Two free throws, sorry. We foul him. It looked like it was a three, but I think he had his foot on the line or it's just inside. And we foul him and he hits two free throws. And then we get to about 1.2 seconds left, I think it was. Um, Lonzo does the full court heave to Zion, who turns around, has a pretty good look at it. A little bit further out than he'd like. Hits a little bit high on the backboard and it r- hits off the front of the rim um, off the backboard instead of falling in. Uh, after watching a 17-point lead evaporate in the space of five minutes. I suppose what's frustrating about this is that we're in control of the game. For the majority of the game, we had it absolutely sewn up. But the frustrating thing with this team is that we did something so right for the whole game. We moved the ball. We absolutely smashed him in assists. It was something like 38 assists on 46 made shots. And um, that in itself is just unbelievable. That is 
that's huge. I think Lonzo Ball had a career high seventeen assists, which in its in itself was unbelievable. Um, he was great. We passed the ball. If we go over to the assists, yeah, we had eight from Zion. Everyone had a couple. Just about everyone that played had an assist, uh, besides Billy, who only played two minutes. So we moved the ball. We did everything right, and in that last five minutes, we just started playing hero ball. We thought, oh well, you know, we'll just we'll just go shot for shot with these guys. The problem is when they're shooting threes like they do, um, it makes it very difficult when you stop doing what was working. We had them dead to rights. We could have sewn this one up and uh, really let it slip away. Head over to the box score. Bi was probably our best with thirty points. Uh, Lonzo Ball had eleven and seventeen, as I said. A few other stats. Um, Zion was good with 28, 5 and 8 assists. And um, Nikhil had 20 off the bench. Josh Hart with 16 and 9 rebounds. Good stats, but just couldn't close the game. And I know Stan was absolutely ropeable afterwards. You know, we just, we went away from what we were good at. And what's frustrating is that if we won the games that we lost by less than 10, we'd be or when we were up by 10 and then lost a lead, we'd be like the fourth seed. And when you see that potential, that all you have to do is hold on. In the fourth quarter, you've had at least a 10-point lead and then squander it. That's what makes it frustrating. That's what um, is, is the worst part, is that these guys could be so dominant. And for some unknown reason, we're really bad at closing games. There hasn't been many where we've responded and it's either win by 30 or lose. Um, and it's just not really sustainable model, um, surprisingly. Uh, you know, he was, it's um, it's not great. But I suppose my key takeaways from this one, go over to the stats of the game. You know, number one, the 38 assists on 46 shooting uh, made shots is unbelievable. We'll keep moving the ball. When you move the ball, you disrupt a defense. And if you're happy to do that and you can be unselfish and multiple passes and probe the defense, probe the defense, pass and move, pass and move, you get good shots. And that's what we found. You know, and for the majority of the game, that worked. I mean, they were much better from um, three point. Oh, well, not much better. Actually, they had 18 of 43 we had 16 to 33, 48%, which is fantastic. 52 for the game percent. They were 52 as well, uh, and 41 from three. But the free throws are what killed us. 31 is just next level. We smashed them in the rebounds, 41 to 32. Offensive was 10 to four. Keep that number in, in mind when we talk about the next game. And turnover 16 to 17, so we actually beat them. And the stat that I always whinge about, the points off turnovers, we won 26 points off turnovers to 19. Unfortunately, we just couldn't get it done. And um, 50 points and 6 rebounds, 10 assists from um, Damian Lillard is just unbelievable. That's huge. And they just had a few other guys chip in. 22 from Gary Trent off the um, off the bench. And he is probably in contention for most improved player. He's been fantastic this year. Um, big props to Gary Trent, particularly with um, CJ being out. And I suppose he stepped up a bit, which is good. Now, key takeaway number two, we need to close games. They can't take the foot off the pedal. Um, and there needs some veteran leadership in, in that, that 
someone needs to steady the ship. And whether that's Eric Bledsoe for while he's there, or whether it's Brandon Ingram deciding he's going to step up and lead, or whether that's Stephen Adams, or I don't know, one of these young, one of these other guys. Maybe it's JJ Redick. He hasn't been with the team, um, and there's conjecture that he's probably not going to ever come back. That they're, they're going to trade him, but um, haven't heard anything uh, sure thing about that uh, as of yet. But you need someone that just leads, someone that says, "Do you know what, guys? We've got these guys up against the wall." Let's finish them off. Put your foot on the throat. And that killer instinct is something that we have really, really lacked. And you can blame, oh, you know, they got lots of free throws and they were they wanted it more. Well, they did. They did want it more and that's why they fought back. But it's easy when the team's gone to sleep. So execution down the stretch is something that we're just going to have. It's a growing thing. You know, we're in the young team, but um, that's got to be the next step. It's just finishing those those heartbreakers, and you can see it with in, across all sports with a young team. Um, you get these heartbreakers, but uh, it's tough. It's tough. You got to learn how to win. My third key takeaway is this carry on that Brandon Ingram and Zion can't play together. It's just getting old. I know I've mentioned it in other podcasts. They can what we get fifty, nearly sixty points from the two guys combined. Like you're wrong. So take your opinions and carry on because um, they can play together. They complement one another. Point Zion opens the space up for Brandon Ingram, who's been much more aggressive. He'll get his drives when he wants them. He'll also hit mid-ranges. He can shoot the three. Zion's still going to get his when he goes down low. We stagger them on offense as well. Save big on your Memorial Day barbecue, all in the Kroger app. Get three-pound rolls of juicy 80% lean ground beef for $3.49 a pound with a digital coupon. Then get select varieties of flavorful Powerade, Body Armor Super Drink, or Arizona Tea for 77 cents each, all with your card. Shop these deals at your local Kroger today, or tap the screen now to download the Kroger app to save big today. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Prices and product availability subject to change. Restrictions apply. See site for details. There's no issue there. The issue is the supporting cast. And, I mean, while Lonzo has some good games, he has some average games. So does Bledsoe, so does Steven. It's growing pains. And it's about complementing those stars. I don't know what that entails or what that looks like. I'm not a team builder. But um, that's something that we're going to have to work on. And... I don't think we throw the baby out with the bathwater. I think this is the first, or the second year, I guess, or the prop, the first, probably the first year of a of a full rebuild. And it's obvious that the results that we're getting aren't opportune and aren't um, what we want. Aren't what we, yeah, I suppose aren't, aren't the uh, the best result. But it's early days. We've got so many draft picks and stuff like that. You know, whether we move these guys um, or we don't, well. Keep them there. No one is 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 too bad in terms of their salary. Uh, you know, Stephen Adams is going onto a pretty good contract after this year, down to seventeen million a year, which might it sounds like a lot for a regular person, but um, for an NBA player and starting quality center, you're, you're pretty happy with that. Um, particularly the big body next to Zion, I think I like that, as we've talked about for many many episodes, and. Um, I think patience is the key. It's difficult, but these growing pains are still very obvious. So let's dig in and support the team. Now, before I get into the second 
game. Of course, I'd like to thank the sponsors, mybookie.ag. Uh, go and use the, ho- uh, the code HOOPBALL when you do a deposit, and um, that'll give you the hard- 50% deposit match on top of what you you put in. You put in your 50 bucks, you get your 25, etc., etc. Um, so go and do that. And, of course, manscaped.com. If you need to have a shave, or you don't, you just want to go get some stuff, go and... Um, Go and sort it up. Go and sort it all out, and uh, we'll use the code HOOPBALL. HOOPBALL20 is the code, and you can get whatever you want over there. They've got plenty of stuff, so go and check them out. Good friends of the show and of HOOPBALL. Uh, also, if you do a bit of fantasy or you want to get your NBA news, head over to the HOOPBALL YouTube page. Uh, we're doing live shows like every day, I think. Uh, HOOPBALL TV is going gangbusters, whole heap of guys that have just got their ears to the ground um i might be on there at some point we'll see how we go in terms of availability but um you see me pop on there and i'll be no doubt plugging it all over my socials but uh, go and check it out because they've got heaps of info and whether it's your fantasy news or it's um pre-game analysis and a bit of post-game if it's a later on uh show you never know what you're going to get and who's going to pop on there so go and check that out uh youtube and then google hoopball Tell them Lyle sent you in the comments and maybe that'll do something. Probably won't. Uh, but we'll see how we go. Now, on with the show. We had a night off and then uh, we played the Portland Trailblazers again. I love coming up against the same team twice. This game was a bit more convincing. Um, 101-93 to 93 in favour of the Portland Trailblazers. We defended quite well but couldn't score. So Portland has the fourth ranked offence in the league, I think, or thereabouts, fourth or third, and uh, one of the worst defenses, and we have one of the best offenses, and today it was, well, in this game, it was absolutely atrocious. We couldn't score at all. Um, kept shooting threes. That seemed to be our um, our idea of a good time, is that we keep throwing the ball at the backboard, hoping it'll go in, and unfortunately, it just never did. Um I saw a really good tweet, uh, I think it was by Lewis Prasian, good friend of the show, who tweeted out, uh, Pelicans are really good at keeping the game close enough so that you can't turn it off despite you knowing the result. Um, <laughs> he's spot on. Uh, we knew what was going to come. We never looked like we were going to have a crack and it looked like we just wanted to go home. And you can't do that. You can't just play half the games, pick and choose when you want to play well. It's, um, it's disappointing. We got... Absolutely smashed on the... Well, I suppose... Absolutely, ob, absolutely smashed is wrong because, I mean, they had 14 offensive rebounds. We had 10. But this just kept coming every time we wanted to make a bit of a run. Ennis Cantor got hold of the ball and, and gave us a bit of a, a, a touch-up. We lost the rebounds, 50-44. to 44, And that's probably the key stat that really punished us. Our percentages as well are probably pretty bad i'll make mention of those field goal percentage we shot 39 percent for the game 33 made on 83 attempts 10 of 37 three-point attempts i love that i love that from us that all of a sudden we decided we were going to have a shootout with portland trailblazers who were three-point shooting team uh 27 from the field uh from the three-point line pardon me over on the other side portland had 37 point uh 37.9 33 on 87 and uh, from three, 14 of 43, 32%. Free throws, they shot 21 of 25. And we shot a well, 68% from the free throw line, 17 of 25, which just isn't good enough. 
Come on, guys. Let's get it together. Assists was good again, 24 to 11. Um, we, we know Portland plays with uh, a lot of ISO ball. It was give it to Dame, let him score. Give it to Carmelo Anthony, let him score. And um, that's just what we saw. His turn, his turn, his turn, his turn, his turn. And um, they just buried us because they were good at that. Points off turnovers back to all is real or normal in the world again. They scored 18. We scored 11 off our 12 turnovers. They had 13. But we couldn't score off them. So fantastic work from our guys. Um, and that was, of course, sarcasm. Trailblazers, uh, they finished, well, they started the fourth with a 9-2 and two run, uh, which was really good uh, to see when the guys could have probably dug in. Instead, we decided to lie down and let them belt us. And honestly, it was just a pretty average effort. The guys didn't look like they wanted to be there, and um, the Portland Trailblazers punished us for that. Lonzo Ball cooled down a little bit. He had 15 points, 4 rebounds, 8 assists, a steal and a block. 6 of 15 shooting, 3 of 11 from 3, which is not good. Um... Zion was solid in 36 minutes, 26 and 10 on uh, on 52% shooting. Brandon Ingram, 19, 4 and 4. He struggled uh, 7 of 21 on the night, 3 of 9 from 3, and um, had 3 turnovers. Zion had 4, so we, we hate to see it, but um, that's how it went. Stephen Adams was average, 6 and 10. He got absolutely killed by Ennis Cantor. The other half of the Stash brothers, if you remember them at the OKC, uh, they both had big moustaches together and were good mates, but uh, they didn't seem to be mates that night. Uh, Bledsoe was average, 7-3-3. Three, and three. His shot is broken, and I don't know what happened overnight, but uh, he has disappeared on the offensive end. Um, I don't know. I don't know. I don't know. But he still works hard on the defensive end, but just not real good otherwise. Lillard was good over on the Portland side, 36 points. Covington had 10-10. Ennis Kent had 16 and 13. McCollum had 11 on, in 20 minutes. And Gary Trent Jr. cooled down. We actually shot, he actually shot real bad. He was one of 11, 9% at three points. But Carmelo Anthony stood up and had 15. So what can you do? <laughs> There's not much to say about this one. It was honestly, I sat up and watched it. And I think I finished about 1 a.m. last night. And um, it was just boring. It wasn't a very exciting game. We didn't do much. No one really had a crack, and in turn, was a bit lackadaisical, and yeah, I didn't really enjoy watching it at all, So, which is a shame, because we watched every game this year, and I think that was one of the least enjoyable ones. There wasn't any passion, I just sort of sat there and was like, oh, okay, don't have a crack then. So, where to from here? They flee Portland. Um, I don't think they go home yet, they're still on the um, on the road trip. Maybe they do go home. They play the Nuggets. It's a 1.30 central time uh, at Denver. 3 a.m. for me, so you're not going to get a podcast from me straight away, unfortunately. I'm going to be asleep. Um, so that is on Monday morning. It's Sunday night in Denver. So we're going to take on a side that is 25 and 16 on the night. We're on the season. We're 17 and 24. Um, so they're a pretty good side. We are not... Um, standings-wise, I guess. And uh, it's going to be a tough one. We've got some tough matchups. Jamal Murray's been flying, um, as well as, of course, Nikola Jokic, who is just an absolute beast. He'll probably triple-double, which is disappointing. But um, you can't stop greatness. He's probably MVP this year. Him or, or Embiid before he got injured. Damian Lillard's probably in contention as well. Uh, I'm 
not really excited about that game at all. It's, it's going to be a, a hard one to watch. And I hope we just come out and slap them. I hope we rebound. We always need a loss for us to really win by 30. So hopefully um, two losses like this might um, kick us into gear. But we'll see what happens. Um, we'll revert back. Key takeaways of the last game. Portland didn't look like they wanted to be there. And the result showed. Um, we were difficult... Ah, sorry, Lillard was difficult to guard. He, um, His ability to shoot threes from anywhere really troubled us, and it meant Stephen Adams had to live outside the paint on those high pick and rolls that um, Ennis Cantor just thrives on. He stand, comes out to the halfway line screens and then just belts back to the um, to the ring to get open layups and dunks. And we, couldn't, we didn't have a counter. We didn't have a guy that wanted to slide across because the three-point threats in the corners were too good. Um, and then to finish the game, you know, Derek Jones Jr. and um, who else was it? One of the other blokes hit a big three as well and basically closed the game out. So disappointing, but um, we need to be able to work it out because there's a few guys in our in our conference that can shoot from pretty much anywhere. You know, this other guy, Steph Curry, you might have heard of. He's another guy that can step out and shoot from anywhere. So if they play games like that, we're going to be in some trouble when we come up against guys uh, with that much range, especially if they're going to play this high pick and roll and drag Steven out of the paint. Um, and he's got to be aware of not getting caught in no man's land when Lillard says, no, I'm not going to shoot it from here. I'm going to drive and lay it up myself because he's got that mad floater game and uh, we got punished by it. Key takeaway number two is we've got a lot of work to do. We've got a lot of young guys um, and I think the investment needs to come soon. Hopefully we can just flog a few of the, the guys off and, and really give Nikhil, Kyra, even Jackson, who's been playing uh, revitalized basketball, a bit of a go. And I suppose my final key takeaway is we need consistency. I think consistency is the key. If you're going to if you're gonna lose and say you lose um, badly like we did in that one-point loss, well, you sort of need to say, all right, what were the issues? And come out and, and rectify those issues. You, you're coming against the same team. So you play them exactly the same. But instead we come out with less... Um, I suppose less... I don't know what to say. Uh, less confidence and less um, energy. You know, we just come out flat. And, and you can't do that. You can't just go and um, lie down against teams like this. You know, and give them easy wins. Because these are guys you're meant to be competing with. So have a crack. Um, yeah, so it was a little bit disappointing, but we'll bounce back. We'll take on Denver in a couple of days and, uh, we'll see what happens. Now, before I wrap up, happy birthday to Antonio Daniels, the great Antonio Daniels, who is, I don't know, I always plug him on here, don't I always chat about what he says. Uh, fantastic color com commentator for the Pelicans over at, uh, Foxport, New Orleans. You've probably seen me tweet him on Twitter and, um, yeah, I fangirl a bit about him. I think he's fantastic. And uh, his takes are the best in the business. So, happy birthday to him. And, guys, I think that's going to be all from me. As always, I'm Lyle Swithenbank, at Lyle Swithenbank on Twitter, at uh, HoopballPills as a show. This is the Pelican Scoop. Have a wonderful, I suppose, Saturday by the time you, uh, by the time you get up and listen to this. And it's up in the cloud and on your devices um have a good weekend and i'll uh, have a chat to you after the denver game whenever that is um
Probably not 3 a.m., but we'll see how we go. Bye for now. This has been a Hoop Ball presentation. Save big on your Memorial Day barbecue. All in the Kroger app. Get three pound rolls of juicy 80% lean ground beef for $3.49 a pound with a digital coupon. Then get select varieties of flavorful Powerade, Body Armor Super Drink, or Arizona tea for 77 cents each, all with your card. Shop these deals at your local Kroger today. Or tap the screen now to download the Kroger app to save big today. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Prices and product availability subject to change. Restrictions apply. See site for details.